Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Boldrini. This podcast is for everyone who wants to be part of our real estate family and learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z. I'll be sharing with you tips for real estate investing while being mentored by a few people with several years of experience so that you and I can make the least amount of mistakes as possible and succeed a lot faster. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you are here to learn. With that, in the last episode, we discussed what is the current state of lending as lending is a very important piece of real estate investing and how you should prepare for lending coming out of this. And Today, I want to talk about my personal opinion on what is going to happen to the economy, which will inevitably affect real estate prices. I am just putting the pieces of the puzzle that I have together, and my puzzle is definitely missing a few pieces because none of us have access to 100% of the available information. The pieces of my puzzle are coming from number one, the news, number two, what actual people that I speak with are going through, number three, what is going on with real estate investors, number four, what the tech world is going through, number five, what other industries are going through, And number six, most importantly, common sense. And if you are a listener of this podcast, (laughs) you know that common sense is not common. And up until now, I am not seeing a lot of common sense thinking out there. Starting with how the stock market is doing. Stocks are very, very high given what is happening in the world. Inexplicably high. And on top of that, I don't see too many people talking about the consequences of how everything is interconnected. Everything. And they're not talking about how, in my opinion, this will trickle down to what I think will be a very, very bad recession. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I have been saying that it has been a great time to learn about investing so that when the opportunity arrives, you will be prepared. And guess what, dear real estate family? The opportunity has finally arrived. First, let's go back to what our mindset was last year so that you can remember that it is important to stick with your gut and not to what the rest of the world is doing or telling you. I want you to note that all of us face adversity for standing for anything. If you stand for A, you will face adversity. If you stand for B, you will also face adversity. So pick something to stand for. Remember, a lot of people have been predicting a downturn since 2016. 
that's four years ago. That's a long time. And holding on to your beliefs that go against the flow can sometimes be difficult. Going against the flow is not human nature. Human nature is to go with the flow. Human nature is to start buying into what other people are thinking or saying. Last year, what I was going through was everybody and their mother is buying real estate. And people were even saying that you end up losing money for not investing because a lot of people have been predicting a downturn since 2016. So that's four years of predictions waiting for the downturn to arrive. Now, I did not stop looking for properties. I wasn't on hold per se, but the deals that I looked at just did not make any sense. And obviously, if you find a good property in an up market where the financials make sense, it is always a good time to buy. So last year, I even had a couple of friends that don't know anything about real estate almost making fun of me for not purchasing a property last year. And as I said, it can sometimes be difficult to be on hold for purchasing properties. It is really okay to at some point even start wondering yourself if you are making the right decision. Even Robert Kiyosaki himself said a couple of weeks ago that even he was sometimes wondering if his messaging was appropriate because nothing was happening to the economy. So either way, I did not find good deals last year, so I did not purchase anything. Before this pandemic, I have been saying that some investors were losing sight and they were making very irresponsible bets and buying properties at very high prices compared to the income that they were getting especially in the multifamily space. A lot of syndicators were very aggressive on their pro forma numbers. They were showing in their calculations and telling their investors that rents would go up by 5% every single year, while vacancy would be at an all-time low. They were not accounting for a possible decrease in rent, or in vacancy, which is very irresponsible. And now these people will be paying the price for that irresponsibility. And their irresponsibility will make our responsibility finally pay off. We will be able to get deals from exactly these people. So for all of you who have been taking the time to hone your skills, to learn about real estate investing, to make connections in the real estate world, to build your reputation, congratulations, our time has finally arrived. Why? The best way to explain this is for you to listen again to the episode that I did on October 24th, 2019 titled, How You Can Lose 50% of Your Property Value in One Downturn, the Quadruple Whammy. And by the way, I'm going to put the link to that episode in the description of this episode. The reason why you can lose 50% of the value of your property 
in one downturn pretty much consists of four factors that are all correlated. Rents going down, vacancy going up, cap rates going up, and lending getting tight, which is exactly what is happening right now and will continue to happen. So why do I think that things will get bad? It's very, very simple. Everything is interconnected. So to make that an easy visual, let's take just one example. One. If people cannot hold large events for at least one year, that alone is a huge portion of our economy. How can that be? It's very simple. It trickles down to everything else. Let's take some industries that are connected to holding large events, quote-unquote, for a living. The music industry with concerts, sporting events, conferences, the entire economy of Las Vegas, nightclubs, and every single company that depends on holding live events. For example, Tony Robbins. Most of the employees that work in these industries will be let go or furloughed. These employees all have bills to pay, food to buy, they have kids, mortgages, rent, etc. And even with unemployment checks, they definitely will not be splurging, going to restaurants, going on trips, etc. And with that, the restaurant businesses gets hurt. The travel industry gets hurt. And that is obviously already happening. For example, Airbnb just got $2 billion in loans at half of their last valuation. Half! That's a 50% discount. And they are paying 10% interest on this money. Other industries that are going to be affected. The clothing industry. If people don't have extra money to spend, they're not going to be buying unnecessary things. And every single industry that is related to disposable income, like nail salons, massages, buying new cars, and so on and so forth. And now, all of the employees in these industries get hurt. They are let go, or they are furloughed. And these companies not only let go of employees, but they also cut costs immediately. They won't be investing much in new technology. They're not going to be investing much in advertising, and so on and so forth. And that trickles down to the tech industry. I get a daily digest of what is going on in the tech world. And today alone, April 22nd, 2020, the digest had the following news. Netflix sales are up. Another tech company is cutting the salary of all staff by 25%. 
another tech company furloughs 600 people, another tech company lets go of 13% of its workforce, and another tech company laid off people and cut executive salaries by 15%. And this, dear real estate investing family, is how everything is interconnected. Now, there is a small number of people that get a disproportionate amount of media attention, and they are asking for the economy to be reopened. I'm not going to share what my opinion is on that, but let's just say that some businesses do get reopened. Not everyone that has been laid off will get their job back right away. It just doesn't make any sense. Last week, we were at 22 million unemployed. 22 million in just the four weeks since this was declared a national emergency. Do you think that all 22 million people will get their jobs back right away? There is no way that this will happen. And I think that 22 will become 44 in less time than we got to 22. Less than a month. So buckle up. But let's just look at the other side of the coin. Let's just really imagine that even if a vaccine is found today and that all of us had taken the vaccine today, today, still, not all 22 million people would be rehired tomorrow. And that still has a trickle-down effect everywhere. It spreads like peanut butter, as someone that is near and dear to my heart would say. But let's stop daydreaming that there is a vaccine today and let's come back to reality. A vaccine will not be found for at least one year to 18 months. And add to that another few months until a vaccine is made for everybody and delivered to everybody. You get the picture. And even, even if we do start reopening the economy slowly, there is no way that the economy will come back to the levels that it was before, right away. And the vast majority of the people, the people that don't get the media headlines, they actually do not want to go to crowded spaces even if they were allowed to. They will not be going to restaurants in the same amount that they were going to before. They're absolutely not going to go to large events. They will not be traveling as much, and so on and so forth. And all of that continues the trickle-down effects for everyone across all industries. So, what do we do with all of this information? The first thing to remember is that real estate is a lagger. It will take a few months for prices to come down, but we are already seeing things move. The retail sector cap rates 
are already up by nearly 1%. Multifamily is already hurting as some tenants are not paying rents and the operators cannot evict these tenants. Office is also hurting and a lot of companies are already talking about potentially moving their employees towards working from home permanently. I just heard from my CPA on why he is delaying on doing my taxes. He said it's because he is super busy with SBA loans for his clients and that there are, and I quote, lots of struggling investors and business owners out there. Sophisticated investors are predicting that Q3 and Q4 will be a good time to buy. Obviously, the later, the better. And dear real estate family, I really want to remind you that buying opportunities like this happen once every 10 years or so. There are a lot of benefits from buying in a downturn. You not only get a discount, but when the economy picks up again, let's say in three, four years, you will also get that upside. So you get both ends of the table, the discounted price and the property value increase, which will inevitably happen when the economy comes back. This is amazing. So now you might be wondering when will be the absolute best time to buy? And the answer to that is nobody knows. And it may be very difficult to predict. But as long as you get a good price for a good property with good fundamentals in a good market, never look back and say, I wish I had waited two more months to get the absolute best deal because nobody really knows when the bottom is the bottom. And I urge you to, in Q3 and Q4 of this year, when things seem to be falling apart, the world seems to be going down, really remember to not go with the flow. You must keep your head leveled and follow what you know is the right thing to do. Make a note on your calendar to say, hey, let's look back <laughs> at this podcast or whatever it is that you need to keep your mindset on the prize and not on what is going on around you or what people around you are telling you to do or that you're crazy to be buying in this market. Just remember everything that you have learned up until now. So lastly, I am not sharing my opinion in order to have you agree with me or not. This is just what I personally think will happen and I will be investing according to the data that I am gathering and the observations I'm making and the people I'm talking to. And when I talk to people, I don't only talk to real estate investors. I talk to people that work in restaurants. I talk to business owners. I talk to people that work at tech companies. I talk to commercial lenders. 
because without lending, nobody can buy anything. I see what my CPA said about a lot of investors being hurt right now. I talk to people in as many states as I can get my hands on. I have friends in a lot of different states, so I call them. I try to understand what the sentiment is over there. I talk to my family in Brazil. I talk to other people that live in other countries. I talk to people that actually work in the stock market world and I try to understand if they also think the prices are nonsensical. I talk to people that like to see and examine both sides of the table and then come up with their own conclusion. And that is how you put the pieces of your own puzzle together and you come up with your conclusions. And from what I'm seeing, it's not going to be pretty. I'm not even going to cover the inflation that will inevitably happen with all of the money that has been printed, which is another really great data point for us to buy real estate. And so I am really curious to hear what do you think will happen. Please reach out to me via the link under show notes and please comment on our Facebook group with your thoughts. All of the links will be under show notes and I will see you next time.